Hi, on this week's episode, we explore the world of sea friend or sea foe. I'm Charlie. I'm Chris. And I'm Eddie. This is Straight to POD. Luca, on the Italian Riviera, an unlikely but strong friendship grows between a human being and a sea monster disguised as a human. With director Enrico Casarosa and actors Jacob Tremblay, Jake Dylan Grazer, and Emma Berman. What did you think of this movie, Charlie? Um, general thoughts, general non-spoiler thoughts. I thought it was a pretty middle-of-the-road Disney movie. It was. I liked it. I was entertained. Um, I liked all the aspects of it. I liked this kind of story where, you know, um, something new, like becoming human, I guess, since that was their like magical powers or something like that. Um, I can get into that in the spoilers, but just like learning how to walk and being human. I think those are just fun things to highlight and heighten in a movie um such as such as this um the plot was okay i have had one question about one character like the main bully um i just didn't i didn't know how old he was um (laughs) it was my only like how old are you and why are you messing with kids there were there was fun themes of like freedom and and attaching you know something as abstract as that to a physical object i think we all kind of i think it was just fun a a, a fun theme to play on just because i think i feel like most of us has done have done that as a as a kid where we think one thing a car a house a plane you know is stands for something bigger than, than what it actually is or just the fact that we just don't understand how the world works yet. Um, so it was just fun in that aspect. Um, but overall, the movie was just was just okay, I, I think. What about you, Eddie? What did you think of this movie? Yeah, I, I think uh, along those lines of what Charlie said, um, I think it was a it was a entertaining film. Uh, I think Disney has a, a good knack when it comes to certain films uh that are usually off the beaten beaten track when it comes to their type of storytelling um but i think the elements of the film worked very well um there was you know comical relief when they needed to and and i think the uh right the ideas and the little um opportunities that they had to explore you know, these two different worlds, um, as well as them being children, uh, for the most part, um, they, they did a very good job of, of having that perspective for them and, and letting us as an audience kind of, you know, enjoy the, the fact that, you know, not only are they uh, children in the sense of, of their age, but children in the sense of going out into the AKA real world or, or the world of which they know nothing about. Um, and you know the the wonderment and the curiosity that children would have in those type of situations. Um, so I think it was great. Uh, I do also have some thoughts that we'll get into uh, in the spoiler section. Um, but overall, I, I did enjoy the film. That's great. Um, I did. 
I thought this, this was just fine. It was a, definitely a, a kid's movie, like through and through, compared to like some of the other Disney and Pixar movies, which were more like for all ages. I felt this one was definitely a kid's movie feeling. Um, I did like the how the char- the characters how they they um they like learn to grow and like learn to be human being since they were like stuck either stuck in their in their underwater village or they were stuck on an island away from humans so it's like them learning to walk and learning to talk to the the other humans so I like that part and the animation looked looked solid for like a modern Pixar movie. I feel like Soul and Raya look better though, comparably. But yeah, that was fun. Raya definitely looked better. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Soul though. I also wasn't a huge fan of Soul. I would put Soul and Luca in the same bucket. No, I'd have to agree with Chris. I think Soul, Soul and Raya definitely had better animation. Um, but they also had, uh, I guess, more, more of a of a of a different world to explore, right? Raya had dragons and had mythical monsters and stuff, and Soul had a either of a universe out there, um, so they could they had a chance to explore those type of things. Here, Luca is just water, water and land, so there really isn't much. Although when he, he said they said they were gonna take him down to Mariana's trench or whatever, I was like, all right, that's gotta be fascinating, right? That's gotta be like an opportunity to see or animate some weird fish. But uh we didn't get a chance. We didn't like really could explore. Been, yeah, like the whole underwater they could have explored more. Like that was like what five minutes? Yeah, yeah. Or so yeah. So they had an like yeah. So in that in in the sense of what we are what we do have to work with. The animation, uh, at least in my opinion, I share Chris uh, with Chris's opinion is that whatever we got to see, they were able to explore further in Soul and in Raya. But had they had had they kind of moved forward, like moved and explored the ocean even more, um, I think the animation and, and the production would have been just as good as Raya and Soul. But they didn't. They just kind of stayed in a little you know their little water area or their little farm that they had whatever what was that a farm they had or a ranch i guess it would be considered yeah, i guess because <laughs> there there was like seaweed farms in there so well. i don't know just it, it seemed funny when they had they were trying to they're like oh we're 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 the same but we're the same different because we heard animals too. There's smaller fish for whatever reason. Are they gonna eat the smaller fish? I don't I just I don't I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> Luca, if it was like a live action movie, it would only have like four sets, three sets. The water, the land and like the town. Yeah. The underwater and then the little Alberta yeah, island. Like, tower, yeah. yeah. And I think that's it. Although like the open ocean. Yeah. Although although the the uh, I did like that um 
Well, I don't, I don't know if this gets into spoilers, but when they have like little, little kind of cutaways of Luca, like daydreaming, um, about different things, um, like uh, uh, when he goes into the sky or when he he dreams about you know what it's like in the, in the real world or whatever, they kind of explore those kind um, those type of ideas very well, uh, especially in the animation because it looks like you know. It's like what you would imagine you as a kid. Uh, that that feeling of of whatever it is that you're that you're thinking of or looking forward to what would be. So like, as a kid, if you were going to like Six Flags, you imagine what it'll be like. You imagine like all these fun you would have and all that other stuff. And then when you actually get there, I mean, it's not that it's not that fun, but it's clearly not as extreme or as imaginative as you thought in your head. Yeah. And like it's like if if your friend told you how cool it was, yeah, exactly. And then you you imagined it, yeah. And then when you see it, it's like, oh, that's totally different. Yeah, like yeah. I guess that's spoiler, but yeah, we can. Yeah, we're not going into specific like <laughs> we go into like specific ones, but um, mm-hmm. when as far as like as we were talking about with like animation, I think that was a pretty cool way they did it. Where it was like they they tried to incorporate that as much as they could. Um, but yeah, to to Charlie's point, it would only have like it'd have three sets of films live action. It'd be it wouldn't it wasn't that much to explore. Mm-hmm. Although they could have, they really could have. Any other spoiler free thoughts? All right, let's move into spoilers. We will be spoiling this movie from here on out. What time frame was this movie set in? Like the eighties, the nineties. That's a kind Does of question. Matter? Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. But like, I thought it was closer to our like date and time, just because when she was when she, I mean, telescopes have been a while, around for a while, and even like you know the the comment the information that she was sharing. But I was like, I don't know. It didn't seem like the the town was all that modern. They didn't have phones, right? Or did they? Oh no, they did have phones, uh, because in the end credit scene you could see Luca calling home. Um, but uh, they had black and white TV, very small TV. There was just one instance of of a TV being shown. Um, they had Vespas. They had Vespas, very old. But, but then again, the 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 body shape of a Vesta hasn't changed in years, so. Vespa still a Vespa. Oh, 1946, yeah. maybe. Um, so if it was around that time, I think it'd be plausible because mm-hmm. TVs weren't as prevalent. It was still black and white. Um, that was so that should put us at 50s, 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and considering that, uh, everything else around them was roughly it was roughly yeah wasn't as modern, but. Had modern had modernity in it. I think that that it's a reasonable timeline. I just I wasn't sure just because of the information that um, I forgot her name. What was her name? The little the the girl's name. Julia. 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 Yeah, Julia. <laughs> uh, Julia was like really well versed in astronomy. And I was just like I I don't know if that's if we knew that information, whatever period they were, I know we knew information. I just don't know how much information 
or as as detailed as as that as that was i mean i don't know if that any of this matters honestly you know like do you think they thought about this or it's like let's just have this in this small town well i think it yeah. lent, I, I think it lends to the idea of of believing in sea monsters or at least having the right uh having a whole town that's kind of obsessed with sea monsters i think if it was a little bit more modern times then this problem the movie would probably be over in like two days because they would have like sonar and stuff to figure out what's going on but because it's a, at an older time the whole folklore plays into this entire movie that they don't they don't really know what's out there or it could be not important at all maybe i could just be reading way too much into it <laughs> I was saying more like the science aspect. They probably didn't think about that. They're like, this is cool. Like the Saturn ring. That's cool. That's good. Put it in there, you know? <laughs> Why not? Um, the only... How old was this bully kid? Oh, yeah. Um, the, when um, he was entering the competition, they said the, he was 16 last year, so... At least 17. So this guy is borderline an adult. If not an adult already. <laughs> and bullying yeah. and bullying, bullying children. children. Yeah. In a uh, local small town race. That's just like a big pasta commercial. That's what it <laughs> felt like. I thought when she said a triathlon, I was like, oh, swimming, running and biking. I was like, Where, why is there eating? What is this? The challenge? I think that was like there was like a story behind it. Right. Like she did did this adventure or something, and then maybe like the pasta was just because she got sponsored by the pasta company. By the pasta company, so it's yeah, like probably. eat this pasta. Yeah, because she was really adamant when she was like doing the whole, the whole production for like, like announcing it, mm-hmm. like pasta this and pasta that. Make sure you eat pasta. That's a lot of carbs, though. It is. It looks so mm-hmm. good, though. When, it uh, did. It did when they served it. Like, there's only like a couple of foods from like TV shows and like movies, like animated movies that look good, but this looked good. This looked real good. <laughs> it's like almost on par as like with the ratatouille food that he makes, that the rat makes. It looked real appetizing. Yeah, I think I think all these questions lend. I think all these questions fall in the bucket of. Like, what do we really know about this universe? And, you know, are all the questions. I'm not, I'm not saying they should answer every question that comes, <laughs> pops up in our minds, but they should. I don't think we got the baseline that we needed. At least not in like the first 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Would you, what are you saying? Would you, would you have appreciated if they would have started the movie with a history or background? Of like either the town and or the sea monsters. Yeah, something then, like that. And then that mm-hmm. way moving like towards the movie, then it'd be like, okay, we know at least your background, where they're coming from, or you know, kind of like what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think they try to do that with in the beginning with that like not the sea monster. I assume it's Alberto that's it like stealing Alberto. stuff yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. off the boat. Um, but I don't I don't think it landed as well as it could because it's Alberto on that one, and then it's you jump to Luca's backstory, 
Um, and he, we don't get much. He herds small fish, sheep fish, sheep fish, sheep fish, for some unknown reason. Um, for their skin, you know, <laughs> for the their winter. skin, or they eat them. But it seems like milk them. He's friends with these fish, kind of like how you're friends with sheep. You well, don't kill sheep. They have <laughs> yeah, they have names and everything. Yeah. Um, so he herds these fish for, for reasons for, for milk for skin. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> they grow, you know. Um, yeah, he they descale them and then they grow back. <laughs> well, I imagine that they eat. I don't know. They don't. They don't. Do they eat fish or do they just eat like seaweed? seemed like they were eating seaweed during that one the dinner scene yeah it seemed like they were vegetarian mm-hmm. so I don't but they know also what... like sleep in seaweed so everything yeah i don't because they don't eat fish on land even was more it seaweed so... or was it like sea moss whatever it was it wasn't fish so the fact that they're hurting fish all lends to all the more reason of to ask why is why is he hurting fish like what's the per is there are they uh, is there like a depopulation thing that's going on or like they need to like is this why we have fish in the first place because sea monsters heard of them for like our consumption i don't i don't i don't know seem right because like (laughs) when when there was like a boat comes he's like we have to hide you know yeah but the fish again yeah that also that's another question. Why would the fish need to hide? They know fish. They know how fish look like. Because I, I don't they're, I don't know that they don't want to. Because they're your fish. Up. They're yeah. your fish, Eddie. Yeah. You have to protect them. <laughs> and I have to herd them for unknown reasons and purposes, I guess. Yeah. That I don't I don't, I don't this is a legitimate I know it may sound like we're nitpicking, but I, I just it, <laughs> why I just really want to know why and specifically Luca's role as to why he needs to herd them because at, at one point he stops hurting them yet they're fine because he's off with Alberto and his little like home away from home and he puts a statue up of him supposedly hurting these fish so nobody's overseeing these fish and as we see from the opening like scenes these fish tend to run away if they're not supervised so did he lose all these herded fish? Did he like chain them somewhere so they wouldn't go off? Like, I, I don't know. I, don't I have know. your answer. It's a kid's movie. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> really getting into this fish conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sea-spiracy. <laughs> so cool. If you will. Um, speaking of the, the fish and like herding them, Later on in the movie, like they go help um, Julia's dad fish and like they take him to a fishing spot. Like a good, he's like, Oh, I know a good fishing spot. So, like, is that, is that weird? Like sending your own fish to die? I, I feel like it is. I feel like it was kind of bogus because if he's friends with the fish that he herds, he must be friends with like the fish that he doesn't herd. <laughs> right. <laughs> Or it's like his like his neighbors or like the competition farm across the way. It's like get their fish, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or something like like it. It was I was like, would you really sell out 
like just fish trying to hang out and and they know these fish right it's like oh they probably won't they're not probably not here because they think this you know this place is haunted and it's like okay well you know these fish you know how they operate you're really gonna send them to their depths like <laughs> oh yeah they, they have a fish graveyard yeah, yeah they have a fish graveyard yeah i don't <laughs> um again yeah. this this <laughs> I still don't know whether they. I don't fish. know why we're they focusing on this. Yeah, I don't why, know why would, they want to. They want to have a graveyard if they eat the fish. The saying. Well, again, there's ways that you you know we eat as certain animals, but there's other people who have those animals as pets. You know, pigs, cows, deer. Some people, you know, domesticate those animals. I'm, I'm not saying they're you know all fish are are. <laughs> domesticated but it is possible to eat the the the, the fish that, that other people carry it just seems like it's a betrayal because they're clearly from the sea and the humans are from the land it just sounds like you're ousting your own kind of world <laughs> oh I you want fish it's over there I got you I, I completely agree Eddie <laughs> I, feel, I feel like yeah like it's us against it's water against land Sea against land, the sand where the sea meets the land is neutral. <laughs> you know, th- those are lesser fish people. You know, they don't yeah, count as much because yeah, they, they can't they can't talk. There's probably a whole caste so it's okay if you eat. Yeah, them. exactly. There's a whole caste system underneath the water, and catfish are bottom feeders, which is why he call Luca calls him a catfish because <laughs> he knows he only has a fish. He has a little bit, little whiskers. <laughs> he called him a bottom <laughs> feeder. That's that's foul. That's that's an insult, right yeah, there. Yeah, the insult, the insults in this movie is are top tier. He calls Julia Spulia because she threw up. <laughs> that, was funny. that was a good one. I like that. One. It was pretty funny. <laughs> he uh, he makes his like henchmen carry around these large sandwiches <laughs> that's so good like all the time it's like here's a sandwich <laughs> yeah why is he like constantly carbo loading just, yeah what the... also i didn't realize that his two friends were part of the race of his team that's how he wins all he does is bike he doesn't eat and he doesn't swim although i did find it funny that the heavier set kid was the one who swam and the skinnier kid was the one who ate <laughs> It's like so, let me uh, let me oil you up, and he gets the fish attack him. Yeah. <laughs> um, one real, real. <laughs> I'm gonna say real quote quotes. Uh, one real, not criticism, but the thing that was missing from this movie was a good overarching song. I feel like, and I thought during that montage where they were training there was going to be a song or they were going to sing a song. Um, oh, that would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as Disney movies go, it it was definitely, I think that was the only thing that was missing. I mean, Pixar movies don't always have songs. Mm-hmm. Well, now they don't. I think the last one that was advertised as a musical or at least a sing-along was Frozen. Everything else really really hasn't had a reason yeah. to have those are really catchy but it mm. would have it would have definitely tied everything together i think if it had 
even if it wasn't an original song, right? Even if 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 it was just like a popular old school Italian song, I think it would have tied the whole movie nicely. I think an overall uh, a an addition of a of a of a of an additional villain would have been helped too. Like if if the Sea World had a villain, um, I think it would have helped the story. The parents, you know, they are the villain uh, trying no, to get their no, kid like, back into the water. Like they, they also had like him a, into the deep into with the, his with his uncle, where he's to punch his heart. <laughs> no, more like a like every everybody everybody in this in the sea in the sea creature community, you know, had to deal with a bully or like a bad sea creature. And he was like, don't go up there because I went up there and I lost my eye or something. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, okay, well, we can't go back because the guy with one eye is going to like beat us up. But if we stay on land, then, you know, stupid catfish whisker guy is on us too. So it's like, where do we go? How do we fight this? And at the end, it's like, oh, here's how we resolve it. We get the bad guys, our, both of our bullies to go after each other. And then both problems solved. Just, I think that I, has to do with like just them not really going into the sea monsters stuff that much. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we just want to focus on this small town and these three kids. Because the the villain, if there is a villain in this movie, really isn't I mean it's just a it's that 17 year old kid that's bullying smaller kids, right? And mm-hmm. the parents don't seem to care. There doesn't seem to be like any worry that this this almost man child is is competing and like hanging around with children who are seven, eight years younger than him. Well, like even on that note, like when um, Luca's parents are like getting like splashing water on kids and like kicking balls at them, like no one's saying anything. Like, <laughs> they're real? just doing whatever they want. <laughs> that Oops. cracked me up so much. Oops, I'm drowning your children, but that's all right. <laughs> she it's got okay. she got a couple of them really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. I think she just smacked the kid with the ball right into the fountain. <laughs> and she wasn't even like subtle about it at the end she literally grabbed the kid and just like smashed him into yeah the <laughs> he's like we win right after that we won <laughs> i thought waterboarding was illegal in like the world <laughs> hey you know it's the 60s different times yeah different times i guess yeah it's it's very different times uh but um I I I or overall I think I I also just I thought I enjoyed the I enjoyed very much the um you know the the commentary of what they were trying to accomplish at least in my perception of like we're different but we're not so different right um Luca has his family dynamics and the yearning and the things that he's yearning for uh and even Alberto has things that he wants and he's yearning for um, and then they go to this completely alien place trying to escape only to find that, hey, humans have the same issues. Humans have the same things that we're going through, right? Uh, the guy, whoever his name is, the big the big built guy. Oh, her dad, yeah. Yeah, her dad is like, well, you know, I like being a father. I like, you know, having stuff to do. And when my daughter leaves for half the year, um, you know, I still miss them. And Alberto clearly needs a father figure. He wants a father. He lost his father. So, you know, it's like, oh, we're both 
we're both searching and looking for the same thing. And Luca's Luca's family dynamic can be seen with Julia and her father, right? And he sees that he's like, okay, well, if you really want to, I'll support you. And he, that's what he wants from his parents, the support and the want. I mean, he eventually gets it at the end, um, obviously, but I, I think it's 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 a fun way of of the way they did it, where we're from two different worlds and yet we're still the same, you know, people. We're still the same sea monsters. We all just want to eat pasta and ride Vespas. Alberto's dad went out to get a pack of seaweed and never came back. <laughs> That's messed up. That's so bogus. <laughs> that's a good one, though. That's <laughs> oh, that's that's messed up. But that's I mean that's relatable, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. But I like Julia's dad. He was he was fun character. Yeah, and like his his mustache cat. <laughs> yeah. Was it a mustache or was it his fur? Well, I mean, it was the that fur, just... but it looked like a mustache. <laughs> it did. <laughs> that cracked me up so hard. I also like that his regular face was like a squinty face, but you could tell mm-hmm. when he opened his eyes, apparently. Because <laughs> he'd be like, he'd open his eyes. I'm like, are you just squinting? Can you see? Or are you just like closing your eyes? My favorite is like when he was explaining his arm or his missing arm. And he's like, it was a sea monster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was born this way. Yeah. <laughs> Would anybody else? Anybody else freak out if you saw a sea monster on the train? Because Luca was like, you know, waving goodbye to everybody. And uh, it started raining and he turned into a, you know, he turned him to himself. If yeah. I was on that train, I'd freak out. I would too. I'd be like, oh, shit. The age? Oh, shit. <laughs> and then like clean kick him out of the train. <laughs> like, Don't worry, everybody. I got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> It's just another question. Like, do these? We should stop calling them sea monsters, but I don't know. What. Sea people. Sea, sea people. Individuals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are there more out there? Do they live freely? I mean, it seems like it. And there's like different types as well. Like, the uncle was like a anglerfish mm-hmm. type. Just because a small town accepted you, does that mean that, you know? A big city is going to accept you. And oh, no, no way. Uh, no and way. a school too. Yeah, that kid's getting that kid's getting bullied and <laughs> and all these other up. things. Although I I don't. The one thing I probably I, I probably would be like, I would also question was like, this entire town's history is like based on sea creature killing. I don't know if they'd be that readily accepting almost right away if they saw like four of them <laughs> i think they like got to know them as humans you know before then and like when they see their sea monsters or sea people they're like okay these people aren't bad you know they start bridging the gap between sea and human mm-hmm. between Plus, I think, the like, sea and the land that's just it's like Julia's man. dad was like, hey, he like mean mugged the other guy, the fisherman. It's like, don't don't fuck with these kids. You know? Yeah, I don't know what that's going to do because the fishermen have spears. Like even if the dad wanted to, they could just spear the spear the the, the big dad. Have I'm you seen saying, the dad? He's huge. 
I'm just saying there was three. You can of them take a spear spears. too. There was three spear guys. <laughs> oh, three here. Now he's done, and that guy too. And 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 whoever the 17 year old was too, he you know he was ready with the spear. Although at that moment, like there's the two grumpy women that also there's these two grumpy women, and they also reveal themselves to be like sea creatures or sea people. Um, at that point, me if I was in that community, I'd be looking around like, "Hi, right, who doesn't shower?" <laughs> I'd be looking around like, "Who, who's afraid of water for some weird reason? What's going on? How many of them are are among us?" I would definitely go around. Water. I would definitely go around splashing water on people. Oh yeah, I'd be all the time. <laughs> I had like a little squirt one, squirt, 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 <laughs> and I'm justified in doing so because I'm like, you know what? I just need to know. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just need to know. <laughs> Unless you're, you know, a 17-year-old kid with the bloodlust for sea creatures. And winning think, at all costs. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. he, I don't think he had bloodlust. I think he saw the... I think he saw was there the, like yeah, a the reward or something? The reward, yeah. yeah. He was like, I'm going to be the one because he was obsessed with like winning. And it really makes sense that his obsession was with winning because, again, he's competing against children. When he's clearly, you know, hit puberty way before they have. So he's going to win every single time. <laughs> I mean, dude was old enough to drive a Vespa. <laughs> he was pretty sure old enough to beat the children <laughs> in a race. <laughs> and nobody cared. Nobody no, cared in that nobody, town. Nobody. Everybody's like, this is, this is, this is okay. This is how we build character. <laughs> you get bullied and you build character. This is how it works in this small little town. Um, but it also seemed to work out because it didn't like the kids only seemed to play soccer and that was it and then that was their extent of their activities and it, he wasn't around right he he would only visit sometimes right or was he like a uh, resident there I assume he lived there no? he lived there the only yeah. non-resident was uh, Julia oh right because she came in like once a once a year yeah she went to private school yeah. Hey, what's your favorite type of pasta? I have to go with like mazzaccholi. Uh, mazzaccholi or or rigatoni, definitely top tier for me. Something about something about those those pastas just they just they're just good. I think it would have to be linguine for me. Now, what's the difference between linguine and spaghetti? I think one's thinner. Isn't that angel hair spaghetti? I don't know. I'm not a pasta expert. I just know when I was watching this movie, I, w- I really wanted some pasta. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone out there listening also had a hankering for pasta, but please let us know if you did <laughs> and what your favorite type of pasta is. Yeah, linguine is good. But I think my favorite is uh, ravioli. Straight ravioli. Mm-hmm. Like stuff with some good stuff. Ravioli is good. You know what sometimes hits too, like smacks very well, are those oversized shells. You ever seen those? They're like, they're like oversized shells that they filled with like, it's not ravioli in itself, but it's like just like, they're like seashells, but they're really big. They oh yeah, I think I've seen those. Yeah, those are they good too. Fill those with ricotta or whatever, mm-hmm. kind of like lasagna, but they're like by themselves. 
Yeah. Those I think it's literally called shell pasta. Really? Oh, that's not real pasta then. <laughs> Stuff shells. Yeah. Oh, that's not pasta. That's just Oh, it is. Conchahili? I can't pronounce that. Conchia, I can't pronounce that. Shells. <laughs> I think you're just <laughs> shells. <laughs> commonly c- commonly known as shells or seashells. Type yeah, let's pasta. just go with that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We should just have you try to pronounce different types of pasta names. That's really what this this episode should have been, us trying to pronounce Italian different things. Because even they, the the Luca and Alberto, have difficulty understanding what they're saying. Like, even when Luca says goodbye at the end, he tells them something in Italian. And he's like, what does that mean? It's like, I don't know. Find out for me. Uh, That's my other question. Do they speak Italian? Do they speak language or do they speak English? English. Yeah, they speak, speak English. Just straight English? Yeah. Where do they learn English? That's the sea? Uni- yeah, it's the universal <laughs> language. It's English. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say English? Yeah. That's terrible. English. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what what languages do sea monsters speak? English. <laughs> Boom. And he's gonna have a hard time in in school if you know if they only speak Italian. Yeah, for real. Yeah, they don't they don't really understand uh, Italian all that much or at all. Um, so yeah, I don't know what language they speak, but they understand each other. So I guess that works, right? Yeah, as long as everybody can communicate. Yep. All right. Let's get into our ratings. What do you think, Charlie? I thought it was it was okay. I'm giving this three pastas out of five. Um, it, I kind of like I just thought it was a mid-tier Disney movie. It was fun, but it wasn't anything. I was my it didn't blow my socks off or anything like that. Um, as far as like would I go see it in theaters? Probably. Probably. Um, if I had like movie pass or whatever i wouldn't go pay to see it but it's out on disney plus so um watch it if you have disney plus go ahead and feel free to watch it uh on your own time eddie eddie what do you think of the movie uh i think uh i think uh, i would agree with charlie here i think i'd give it three skyfish uh out of five uh i think the movie uh definitely was a disney movie definitely for uh uh the younger audience um I think it was great. Uh, the The storyline was great. It, it it accomplished what it would need to without going into detail. Although some of us seems like we we were yearning for that. Um, but overall, it was a good movie, enjoyable. Um, definitely, uh, it's it's out on Disney Plus um, as mentioned. Uh, definitely would watch it then. But I would not um, if it were in a theater. I would not recommend seeing it in a theater. I think straight to uh, video video on demand would would suffice for this movie that's great uh like like you guys i i agree i gave i would give it three wild vespas out of five and like i said at the beginning like this movie was very for a young uh, it's for a young audience that's why they didn't really go into the sea people like land or it was mainly just about these three kids and them hanging out and 
learning to grow up and be human or accept being a fish person, you know. And I I wouldn't I wouldn't go see it in theaters if it was. Being on Disney Plus seems like a perfect place for it, honestly. So if you have younger kids who want something new to watch, definitely would recommend putting on for them. And that concludes this week's episode of Straight to POD. I'm Charlie. I'm Chris. And I'm Eddie. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next time. Have your day or two.